Hello, my beautiful friends. My name is Sadie Olivia, and this is my podcast, Student of the Universe, where I talk about astrology and tarot and things that just interest me based on my birth chart. Hi, how are you? It's been a while. It's been a minute, and I'm here to not only explain that, but explain why it might not stop, because the future, at least the future of January, is looking a little bleak, my friends. It's a bit retrograde in here, but we'll get to that and we'll get to everything. I'm going to tell you what your year is going to be like. I'm going to get down to everything. But first, I needed to plug something real quick because while I will be discussing it in this episode, if you want to go take a look at your 2022 horoscope handwritten by me for your rising sign it is on my blog it's called welcome to 2022 i plan on writing a new horoscope every year and this is my second in the series so go check it out i go really in depth thank you so much for listening to this long ass intro let's get into it ladies and gentlemen and others who are neither or nether or nothing I'm pretty sure that the eerie feeling I'm having is just this contrast between my complete lack of motivation and this like, it's pa- it's like a painting-like view of my car buried beneath the snow yesterday. It was so poetic actually that I spent an hour today struggling to unearth pistachio. That's the name of my car. Her name is Pistachio. I just like unburied it from all this snow and then I just didn't go anywhere. Um, I can definitely feel the Venus retrograde energy in my fifth house as I sit around and kind of do nothing. Like I enjoy watching TikToks, I enjoy watching YouTube videos, getting inspiration for things that I can create, but then it's like that weight of knowing I'm not making something. It's like I have these days off from work. Why am I not creating something? Why am I just consuming? But hey, Capricorn, just shut up for a minute. The day before when the snow was falling, I was just like looking out the window at all these kids having like a snowball fight. And I felt kind of sad because I knew that if I were a kid, I would 100% be playing with them. You know, who knows? Maybe I could have just like threw some snowballs. I don't know. There's too much to think about in this world. And I just didn't do that. I just looked out the window, which was nice. But then when I was uncovering my car, it felt like... Maybe I could have had more fun in my experience with snow. I think I'm securing my snow hatred as an adult by just cleaning my car off every year instead of having a snowball fight. Something to think about, everybody. Just something to think about. Is this Venus retrograde, though, or is it the shadow of Mercury retrograde? Because, oh my god, I was just chilling, minding my own business, laying down today when I remembered that she's coming. And 10 days from the moment that I'm saying this right now, Mercury retrograde in Aquarius and then shifting into Capricorn later on is coming and it's going to be overlapping Venus retrograde for the end of the month. And I thought, someone get out the mic. Like, I need to dust off my microphone right now and we need to freaking talk about this. So thank you, Astrology, for pulling me out of my midwinter days because I put my phone down, picked up my journal. So if you felt like you're stuck in a dream or stuck in limbo, then let's figure out what January is going to look like. So maybe we could be like better prepared this year. Originally, I switched completely to sidereal, but I'm specifically looking for astrological events that relate to our life on Earth. 
Sidereal has mostly helped me with internal spiritual matters, but Tropical seems like a better fit for this specific prediction, especially with these retrogrades going on. They mess with reality like a ghost opens like cabinets and doors, you know? Like, I can see that you're impacting what's going on here, but it's not enough for me to like move out of the house or like tell someone about it, you know? I'm gonna stick to Tropical because it's touching the reality a bit too much for me. So right now, and until January 29th, we are going through a Venus retrograde in Capricorn. I would say check what house Capricorn rules based on your rising sign for more specific events. And also check out my 2022 horoscope. If you know your rising sign, I don't know why you're not reading that. Anyways, so Capricorn rules stability, building, and success, while Venus rules aesthetic, love, and material wealth. So typically, this transit brings good fortune to like professional relationships, financial influences, and like growing your wealth with your partner. However, during a retrograde, these things will be displayed in an opposite way. You may have more arguments with your partner about financial issues, or perhaps a professional opportunity that came suddenly fails. With Capricorn being an Earth sign, it can be incredibly frustrating to find security during this retrograde. It's what you normally feel, but during a retrograde, it's the complete opposite, so it's really rocky for most people. Then, of course, Mercury retrograde begins on January 14th and overlaps with Venus retrograde until January 29th, so... What happens then? Well, from January 14th until January 25th, Mercury will be in Aquarius. So again, check what house Aquarius is for you personally. But in any case, Aquarius is the master of technology, networking, and global affairs, while Mercury rules over communication and thinking. It's so funny, I actually searched earlier today about this Mercury retrograde just to get a little more insight from other astrologers, and I saw a, I believe it was the New York Times article, and it said, like, this is a good time to try being famous. You should shoot your shot at being internet famous. And I was like, the person who wrote this, they said it was because Mercury would be an Aquarius, but like, they must not know what a Mercury retrograde is because I don't know anyone who would ever try to become famous during a Mercury retrograde. I guess if, unless you were like being famous for doing something like infamous, like something bad, I don't know. But no, I was just like, this person is not thinking about this retrograde though. In fact, there will likely be, likely be major debates and arguments online during this time. I personally will probably avoid posting anything that's super serious. Like, sure, I think maybe a TikTok dance or like a selfie, it's not that big of a deal. But in terms of contributing to whatever online conversations are going on at that time, I don't think it's a good idea. I don't think I would, I'm going to be posting anything big. Because I also don't expect it to be viewed as much during that time because there will be like controversies going on it could be a, like a really beneficial time period to just like take more walks and like journal just like even stare at yourself in the mirror i feel like with aquarius being in mercury in retrograde i think a lot of us are going to be facing our dependencies on technology like our iphone addictions okay sorry i just automatically said iphone you can have android addictions too i think but like addictions to our computers and our phones and like the shows that we watch, I think a lot of people are going to be forced to take time away from it. Like maybe there will be like a crash or a glitch in people's phones or something, but I just feel like everyone's going to realize that 
living in the present moment is going to bring us more peace. Also, remember when people used to say like it was healthy for you to let your phone die, but then none of us have let our phone die since like we first got it? I don't know, I was just thinking maybe for the health of you and your phone, you could let it die sometimes. Sometimes I don't plug in my phone at night before I go into bed. So like when I wake up in the morning and it's my day off, it's at like 14%. So I scroll through TikTok for like 10 minutes before it dies and I'm like, nice. Good job, past Sadie. Anyways, life hacks for me are really easy. You're welcome. On January 26th, Mercury will move back into Capricorn due to the nature of retrogrades, right? So retrogrades are going the opposite way. It means it moves back into Capricorn. And Capricorn, of course, will be the same house as the house that Venus retrograde is going through. So it's kind of like two retrogrades are beating up that house. For me, it's my fifth house. So I don't even know what I'm supposed to do. If I'm supposed to take a break from making art or like being romantic and having a good time or if I'm supposed to have a really good time, I don't know. But in any case, it will be in Capricorn until February 4th when Mercury retrograde will finally end. During these days, of course, both Mercury and Venus will be retrograde in Capricorn and financial affairs will be on everyone's mind. Collectively, we can probably anticipate more cryptocurrency or NFT scams, so please do not risk your money at this time. I'm begging you to probably never risk your money on NFTs or cryptocurrencies, but especially not at this time. Keep it safe and close because people's intentions and words will not be aligned with their actions when it comes to financial deals. Also, it's so weird to like make horoscopes when it comes to like money and working because the terms are all so specific like financial deals like who's making deals you know unless my deal is selling the the cup of coffee i made like i'm not dealing with financial deals so it's just really weird living in a capitalist society and trying to write these that apply to everyone when everyone is dealing with such different things you know, if you're not dealing with like big meetings and stuff like that, then I don't know, maybe your manager is lying to you or like keeping something from you. Like we're all going through these relationships where we really rely on other people and it's just not going to be working out at this time. Speaking of capitalism, there might also be a rise in the disapproval of capitalism, especially as these COVID cases rise. Life is just moving on. Um, for most places that I know, like minimum wage places, especially food places, you don't even like get to isolate unless you test positive. So like it's going to be like the beginning of 2020 again, but more intense. And that's just the astrology of what's going on right now. However, there's also this like empowerment because I'm talking about all this bad stuff, but I promise you we have good stuff coming. We got the Neptune and Jupiter in Pisces, both of them in Pisces, which that's their sign, conjunct. We have good things that are coming, okay? But maybe we could all individually have our own little lockdowns at this time. I'm saying that maybe for the sake of the Mercury retrograde, save some gas money and do whatever you can do in the comfort of your own home. But look, what I just gave you is the most outer layer of the onion that is this Mercury retrograde. Look, I feel like I'm always explaining what I'm working through step by step every time I want to share something I've noticed about astrology. And I feel like it's just because when I was learning astrology, I was just looking at books, you know, and I needed to read and analyze so many concepts 
it's a complicated thing. So I just like talking through it. I feel like that way people can just follow along, even if they've never even heard of the stars doing these crazy things. So for me, Capricorn is my fifth house. The fifth house is the house of drama, romance, love affairs, playing, creativity, fertility, childlike spirit, joy, and self-expression. Aquarius is my sixth house, the house of health, fitness, systems, pets, analyzing, work habits, organization, and services. If you need to figure out what your house is responsible for, just type in astrology houses. There are a lot of great diagrams immediately as soon as you click images. That's where I get it from. That being said, these houses are where they're ruling the signs that are dealing with the month of January. So I wrote some questions for myself for Mercury retrograde relating the sixth house with the fifth house. Because the way that the Mercury retrograde works out it starts in your sixth house and then it navigates back into your fifth house. Mercury is asking you to take a look at the house that Aquarius is in and how it influences the house that Capricorn is in and vice versa. It wants you to look at the relationship between the two. So for me with the fifth and the sixth house, these are questions I asked myself. How can you heal your inner child through fitness and exercise? Do you express love and joy at work? Is your time organized to include times of creativity or rest? How could that improve general productivity? Do you feel useful to people around you, not just in services, but with your creativity? When Mercury moves into Capricorn and Venus is also retrograde, I wrote these questions. How does financial stability improve your ability to show love to others? Do you allow your inner child to have a say in your personal aesthetic? Does your romance encourage you to express yourself? I know that it's a lot of questions, but that's the thing about astrology and tarot and work like this is that you're going to have to answer a lot of questions and there's going to be a bit of work to it. I would like for you to keep in mind that sometimes using astrological energies, being aware of where the planets are and what the retrogrades are doing, it's just about thinking. Because it really is that simple, and the problem is that most people don't understand how powerful they are. Even your thoughts alone are so powerful, so just even presenting thoughts in your mind, and that alone can be scary, but still, you don't have to go out and approach these issues as though it is like the most important priority. But to just give it some mind during these time periods, that's really where the healing comes in. So I asked myself these questions because it's the right time to think about them according to the planets. And I think you can do the same just by using a house guide or you can go read my horoscope for you for the year and just think of some questions for yourself that may be more specific to yourself and what you're going through. And that's how I apply it to my rising sign so that I can get the most juice out of my readings. So on April 12th, Jupiter is conjunct with Neptune and both are in Pisces, which is their home planet. 
I feel like this is going to be the breath of fresh air. There might be innovations around the way that we take care of people with COVID. We may feel like we are stepping out into the time after the pandemic a little bit. I feel like that's the general energy. All in all, I would say manifesting and knowing that what you want isn't hard to receive at that time. Normally every year when it gets warmer out and you can finally wear shorts for the first time and you can feel the sun on your skin and winter is really over and you feel yourself opening up, that's already good. But this time it's going to be even better. On April 30th, there is a North Node solar eclipse in Taurus. Uranus will be conjunct this eclipse and I know it sounds crazy but this is just going to put extra emphasis on this whole thing about like manifestations coming true and coming heavily into our life. So during that solar eclipse, it is definitely a time for manifesting what you want, ask for what you want, and be very specific. I have a feeling that you listening right now may not be too specific with your goals. I need you to be more specific as soon as possible, like write detail for detail. Honestly, my recommendation is to write like a fan fiction of what you want to happen of your own life. That is truly how I've manifested some of the most crazy things in my life is by writing my name, Sadie, and all the characters and all the things we're doing, and I would say that works out just fine. Don't be embarrassed, but if you are embarrassed, there are such things as private folders, you can have a secret flash drive, you can do this, manifest your life. On May 11th, Jupiter moves into Aries. I don't really know why I wrote that down other than Aries is such a fun sign, such a good time. I do not like Aries haters because while they are impulsive, it is my tropical moon, so I really feel them. So I feel like with Jupiter and Aries, it's going to be like a montage for everyone. The main character montage of that May time when all the flowers are coming out. We are going to be so full of ourselves. It's going to be a fantastic time for everyone. Just overall, I feel like 2022 is going to be a really good year, but I feel like we're still going to be dealing with the consequences of these past two years. So then the next Mercury retrograde is May 10th to June 3rd. Third. For the first part, Mercury will be in Gemini from the 10th until May 22nd. Gemini, that intellectual Mercury-ruled sign. So I feel like it's just going to be like some crappy conversations, you know? I feel like don't get too caught up personally in arguments with your friends, if someone doesn't take a joke right. Like, I, f I always see Gemini as such a goofy sign, so when it's in retrograde in Mercury, I'm like... Hey, you guys, let's not, let's not take anything too seriously right now, you know? But then it goes into Taurus, so of course, then you're matched with that energy. And like I said with the Aquarius and Capricorn thing, you're going to take the house of Gemini and the house of Taurus, and you're going to see how they influence one another and what impact those has. For me, uh, that would be the ninth and 10th house. So how does my education affect my career? God, I hate thinking about it. And then in the fall, we'll have a nice little Mercury retrograde yet again in Libra and and then in Virgo from September 9th until October 2nd. I just feel like we take these things too seriously. And I feel like one of the reasons we do is because a lot of like popular culture magazines take astrology horoscopes on as this kind of extra little thing, especially nowadays to get them Gen Z girls, they's, thems, and men's. You know, all of us are into astrology these days. And they pull us into these really unresearched horoscopes. And then everyone gets so stressed out about Mercury retrograde. What is the stress for? Things are just moving the opposite way, you know? Like, 
if you woke up one day and it was nighttime outside and then when it was supposed to be nighttime it was daytime it was literally an opposite day you'd be like well that was weird but nothing horrible happened that's a mercury retrograde my friend let's just all chill out okay you know but i will say the mars in retrograde that closes the year off does make me a little nervous mars retrogrades are especially interesting because think about it mars rules action sexuality the way that we express ourselves in a more aggressive way when those go retrograde well my hope is that it would get gayer but it actually just makes it more frustrating to express your emotions especially with it being in gemini I feel like there are going to be a lot of really wild political adjustments this year and it's only going to get more and more intense as America makes its wonderful Pluto return. So glad to be here. Actually, I'm dreading it. I don't know how well America can handle a Pluto retrograde um, because it's been a minute, obviously. But look, let's move on. On May 15th, there's a south node lunar eclipse in Scorpio. I went all out of order. I am so sorry about that. I'm just talking about like random things. Hopefully you can take notes and then reorganize them. I'll be honest, my journal's a mess. I have to take like five pages in order to put my thoughts and like slowly make them closer and closer to what I was trying to do. Like every time I try to draw a chart for the transits myself, I give up. How do you condense this information? What information do you choose? It's so complicated. So sorry for being out of order. I hope it's more like quirky for you than frustrating. May 15th, South Node, Lunar Eclipse in Scorpio. We need... Okay, look. Fuck it. We just getting right into it. 2022 is about letting go of what we do not align with. Every single horoscope I wrote, I felt like I was writing the same thing down. Dropping old values. It's not just, you know, letting go of what your parents think about you. Because that's a big one. A lot of people are still really hurting from their parental opinions. However, it's also on a humanity-wide basis. We're no longer being like, fuck the rich because, you know, I think people are still doing that. And you know what? They're right. But look, it's more like a realization that we are just this one big collective consciousness and we do have this power. And it's the acceptance part. We're going through the stages of grief as a humanity, okay? And we are in acceptance phase right now. And do you know what comes after acceptance? We can start doing things again because we finally finished the five stages of grief. So what exactly are we grieving from? Every of course, we're grieving from everything. Look, this episode is getting really disorganized. And so I'm gonna completely allow it to derail itself. The irony of the matter is that when I'm usually sitting down by myself, there is pretty much a blank screen in my mind. Like, don't get me wrong, it's plugged in, it's vibrant, you can see it for miles, but whoever was working that day just forgot to put some words up on the sign, and now it's just a glowing sign. And that's my inner monologue at the moment, because why would I know? Why would I know why that's what my inner monologue looks like? There are no words up there. 
sometimes I go through phases where I'm not really into astrology and it's very clear that I'm going through a phase where astrology is becoming more and more prominent in my life and I'm really grateful for that and it feels especially good for this to be the case during the new year where I really need to be holding on to a sense of stability because although for me personally I feel a little bit more celebratory during the astrological new year in April there is still the tradition of the January New Year as people do know it, and I do get filled with that Capricorn-esque sense of responsibility. And so it is nice to pick up on something that for the last couple months of 2021, I did let go of. I guess this is my time to really practice what I preach, to create content even if someone can't get something out of it, like a reading, and to just be here and say things that matter to me and with that being said hopefully i will be posting more stream of consciousness episodes where i share my thoughts about things because man i have a lot of thoughts during the day and i think there are good ones to share but i just let them store up in here and, and spill out sometimes very awkward poorly timing spills anyways i'll see you in the next episode my name is Sadie Olivia. My blog is sadieolivia.art.blog. And thank you for listening.